0: Well, praise the Lord, everybody. This is Brother J.W. Brand with God's Whole Word. And how are y'all doing this evening? This is the day after Thanksgiving. I'm hoping that y'all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, and, and, and uh, you know, some folks, at Thanksgiving uh, is different than others. Some people were just uh, happy to have a peaceful evening. I've talked to a couple people that uh, that was a blessing to them. And uh, we, we had a, a, a good time uh, celebrating uh, with my spouse's parents. And, um, you know, one of the things that we found out, and I put this up on, uh, I have a, um, a tweet or Twitter, or whatever, I don't know what you call it. I think they call it Twitter uh, account. And uh, it's a unique Preacher Living Live Twitter account. And one thing that we made up our mind to do, and we talked about that here on God's whole word, almost drama-free Thanksgiving. Now, I'm just going to read the tweet that I did, almost drama-free. Now, almost, but we'll get to that in a minute, almost drama-free Thanksgiving. First of all, there was no alcohol. Well, praise the Lord, hallelujah, because you know that changed up people's attitude. And uh, then we also, uh, we had respect to each other uh you know and uh even even though there really is some major differences of opinions about things and 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 also uh difference of opinion about religious beliefs we we steer cleared uh, uh, we, we certainly steered clear of certain conversations and uh, topics and uh, and and you know the thing of it is that Jesus Christ was certainly welcome in our Thanksgiving celebration and um, and so uh, we had a uh, almost drama three and I say that because while we were playing uh, the only time we had a little bit of drama is when we were playing a board game and you know we get uh, a little spirited if you will uh, while playing uh, uh, really fun board games and everything with our family so but uh, but all all in fun it was a great time and so I Hope that y'all were able to do the same because, you know, we've got to learn to uh, come together even in our differences and all of that. Now, I'm not talking about, uh, you know, the one world government that's going to come and and everybody just everybody going to come together and just accept uh, that everybody's uh, right. No, there's some... Folks that are right, and there's some folks that are wrong. Some folks, um, you know, they've got what the Word of God says down in their soul, what God's Word says is right, and then other ones don't. But we still have to be able to respect one another and understand that everybody's got a right to uh, believe what they're going to believe, even if it ain't the truth. And uh, so, but we did uh, come together and, uh, uh, you know, and shared a uh, time of uh, uh, great fellowship and it was just a a wonderful uh, time that we had now so what i want to do before we go any further in this podcast we'll start with prayer as always we can't get nowhere without talking to the lord amen dear lord we thank you for the holiday that we had and we thank you for the safekeeping and god we just ask you lord jesus that you will be with this uh podcast Uh, your whole word god is what we won't put out there and we just ask that you bless it and anoint it and uh, put uh, your words up in my mouth, and the lips of clay that speak. Let it be you, O Lord, that speaks and uh, guides our hearts through your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I'm going to be looking in Mark chapter 12, if you will, and I always read from King James Version. I'm sure that I most of y'all know that uh, by now if you don't you you do now and you know maybe some new ones that uh, come on listening to this podcast just know that's where i go and that's what i use i use the king james version i'm not talking about the new king james version i'm not talking about any of these other versions or whatever else you got going on but uh we're we're uh, in the king james version and uh, anyway so we're going to go to chapter 12 of the book uh, of Mark, and we're going to look down in verses 28 through 31. So I'm going to start with reading that, and then we're going to talk about it for a few minutes uh, if you uh, will join in with us, and, and stick around. So in chapter 12 of the book of Mark, in verses 28 through 31 says, and one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, and perceiving that he had answered them well, Well, that's right, because he's the Lord Jesus Christ, God Almighty, come in the flesh. He's going to speak well, hallelujah. But anyway, so he said he had answered, he said he was perceiving that he had answered them well, and asked him, which is the first commandment of all? Now, Jesus is going to answer this question. And you know, there are some folks that only quote part of this. There are some folks that only quote the second part of this, but they don't want to quote the first part of it. But this is God's whole word. We're going to talk about the whole word. We're not going to talk about just part of the word. Amen. So let's look at what it says. The rest of it says when Jesus answered them, you know, and uh, after the question was, what is the first commandment of all? Jesus said this. Now, verses 28-28 or excuse me, 29 and 30 go together. It's, uh, uh, you know, if a lot of y'all uh, uh, come online and, and maybe you're new uh, to studying the Word of God, and 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 it just possibly may be that some folks don't know that maybe have been going to church for a long time, but if you do know, just bear with me when I say these things. It don't mean that I think people don't know uh, these things, but some people, I just won't share it with them so that they will know. Uh, but, you know, the, the Word of God and the original Word uh, that we had that's been translated into um, what, what we have here is Old English in the new in the excuse me, in the King James version. But um, you know, we didn't have chapter and verses in the original text that that was placed there uh, many, many uh, years later. Uh, to help us navigate through the word of God. And it certainly does that. We really look at it as a blessing from the Lord. But when you read the scripture, these are just kind of flowed together. And so 29 and 30 is one thought. Uh, I want you to remember that. And so Jesus, he answered him when the guy, when the person, he said, What's the first command of it all? This is what Jesus said. He said, The first of all the commandments is. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Hallelujah. That is uh, the first thing Jesus says. Now, he's not done with this sentence, and you can see it in the uh, uh, grammar that's here. Uh, 29, uh, it finishes with, The Lord our God is one Lord. And when you go to verse 30, it says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might and with all thy strength is the first commandment. Now, that's what Jesus said. Amen. And let's read verse 31. And the second is like, this is what Jesus said, the second is like, namely this. Now, the word namely was not in the original text, and you know that when you're studying the word of god if y'all got a, a bible you'll see some words that are kind of slanted a little there uh, in italics if you will they they're slanted a bit and um they they don't look like the rest of the words the way that they're printed out uh so i'm i'm being detailed for a reason because some folks Uh, May not know that And I don't mean to talk down to nobody I'm not doing that I'm just trying to share these things With some people that may not know And so I say that uh, humbly But uh, just trying to, uh, to give you a word And so the second is like Jesus said Namely this Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself There is none other commandment Greater than these Not that one alone But these Now The reason I say that is because a lot of people, when they want to quote the greatest commandment, what they do is they leave out verses 29 and 30. They don't quote that part. A lot of people will simply quote uh, the second part of what the greatest commandment is, and they'll say, uh, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, and there is none other greater commandment than this. Excuse me I know every time I get on this podcast I end up coughing And I think I'm going to have to get me uh, Some water when I come up in here Because I have to do that when I preach uh, In our worship services But anyhow You know a lot of people they just want to say Well I just got to love my neighbor And that's all that Jesus talked about But no that is not all that Jesus talked about Now this is God's whole word So we're going to bring the whole word Hallelujah So verse 29 and 30 He said first of all the commandments is This is out of the mouth of Jesus If you're going to be following Jesus Why don't we follow everything he says God's whole word Why why are we going to leave some of it out Just to fit an agenda You know because some people say As long as I just love my neighbor I'm following Jesus That's not all that Jesus said Amen So let's look at what Jesus said He said first of all the commandment is Hear O Israel the Lord our God is one Lord now, when the Lord said there is one Lord, he means exactly, hallelujah, what he says. There ain't two Lords, there ain't three Lords, but there's one Lord. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And so we got to understand that Jesus is teaching us something. Amen. Jesus understood that there was no Trinity, Jesus understood that there was one God, and Jesus understood who he was. He said, Before Abraham was, I am. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And then he goes on to say now We got that established There's only one God Amen And Jesus said when you've seen me you've seen the Father Amen And in verse 30 Jesus starts giving the details of the first thing we better get going He said thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart Let's start with that With all thy heart What does that mean? The Aramaic word of the Greek word means your feelings, even your broken heart. It tells you that. When you look that word of heart, it says these words, your feelings and even your broken heart. So friends, I've got to tell you, I know there were some folks uh, this holiday season, one uh, particular one that I spoke to. And uh, I, I can just tell that the person, uh, you know, they're broken hearted over some things that have transpired uh, recently and, and, you know, and then not being able to have the communication on the holidays, and it's really difficult. And I know some people that say, well, uh, you know, uh, people need to just understand, uh, you know, there's some folks that just want to really cap on that. And when I'm talking about folks, I'm talking about people who claim to be Christian. Now, I'm not saying you're not, but I'm just saying if you're claiming it, all right, well, if you're going to claim it, you got to, you got to name it what it is. And Jesus said, this is how it is. You're going to love the Lord with all of your heart, all of your feelings, even your broken heart. And so, folks, listen. Jesus, he wants to hear uh, about your broken heart. You say, well, Jesus sees everything. Yes, he does. Jesus knows everything. Yes, he does. But Jesus wants you to take the time to talk to him about your broken heart. And Jesus will listen to you. I promise you. I've had so many times that I've came to the Lord. And I'm telling you, broken in a million pieces. And I'm taking my broken heart to the Lord. And I'm telling you, the Lord will listen to you. He really, really will. And the reason why is because He loves us. He loves you. He loves you and He wants you to talk to Him. Jesus wants us to fellowship with Him. He wants us to have a relationship with Him. And he wants to take our broken hearts and mend it. But there's the other part to it. uh, With all of our heart, with all of our feelings, everything that we've gotten inside of our soul, how God has created us, God wants us to worship with all of that that's inside of us. Everything that we've got going on on the inside of us, God wants us to turn it over to Him and to worship Him with everything we got. Now, uh, the other thing is that Jesus says not only to lo- uh, to lo- learn to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, but also to learn to love the Lord thy God with all your soul. Now, that word soul, uh, the, the, the Greek word, it means the whole person of your being. The whole person of your being. You know, in other words... Uh, Who it is that God made you to be. Who you are as a person. That person that God molded and shaped you into being. He is the potter and we are the clay. And God has molded you to be that person that you are. Now I'm not talking about the person that some folks want to change themselves to be. I'm talking about what God created you to be. God wants you to uh, be that whole person in loving him. Everything. Part of you, every part of your being, every part of your soul, God wants you to give it all to Him. Now let's look at the other part, uh, verse thirty. We're still at in chapter twelve of verse, of the book of Mark. So we've uh, talked about loving the Lord with all our heart. We're talking about loving the Lord with all of our soul. Now uh, Jesus said, "And love the Lord thy God with all of thy mind. With all of thy mind." Now what that means is your deepest, when you look up that word and, and it's translated uh, the best that they can do uh, with the English language and especially at that time when the, uh, this uh, translation was, was done. And I use this because it is the best translation to use. I believe uh, there there are a couple other ones that are really good. Maybe you know a little bit more than a couple other. But uh, uh, this is the best that suits fit. I think for Bible study when you look those words up. You know, I know a lot of people that get confused with the these and the thous. but if y'all will come along with us at God's whole word, we're going to talk about those things and we're going to get through them so that we can understand. So he said to love the Lord with all of our mind. And that means our deepest thoughts and imagination. Our deepest thoughts and imagination with all understanding that you have been given by God Almighty himself. God has created you to have imagination God has created you to have deep thoughts and uh, he's created you to use them for his glory but he's also created uh, those things within inside of you you know we're made in God's image and he wants us to use those deepest thoughts and that imagination within inside of you to worship him and to love him amen and then Jesus said to love the Lord thy God With all of our strength, hallelujah, with all of thy strength, Jesus said. And that word, it translates to mean with all of your abilities and power. Power or the might that is inside of your body because we all have a certain amount of energy now some people have a little bit more strength and a little bit more energy than others you know and, and, and certainly it can depend on your age because I'm almost 62 and uh, I can remember when I was 16 now somebody say how can you remember back then well, I sure enough do and I remember uh, the energy that I had I remember the energy that I had in my 20s and how you know sometimes I could I could maybe get two three hours of sleep and 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 I could just function all All day long and just going to town and all of that. And now if I try to do that. I I tell you I'm just dragging along. Just tired because I'm getting old you know. And I know there's a lot of folks that are way older than I am. And you're still going on and God has given you a certain amount of power too. But this word strength. It means that God has given you abilities. The strength within you and the abilities that God has put inside of you. Each and every one of us is given abilities from God to be used to honor him and to love him and to give, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, and to give him praise because he's worthy, hallelujah. And each and every one of us have been given those abilities and a certain amount of strength and power. Now that word, uh, you know, it's talking about the human power at this point you said well wait a minute now pastor you uh you know we don't function off of our power but uh, I, i gotta tell you that's what this is meaning at this point we're gonna get there we're gonna get somewhere else here in a minute if you just be patient now but god gives each and every one of us a certain amount of strength and abilities not everybody has the strength and ability as the next person this person over here to your left may not be as strong and have the abilities that you've got. And when I say strong and strength, I'm talking about literally physically being able to do. And some people on your right, they may be e- even stronger than you and you may be in the middle. Or you may be stronger than the ones on the right. Who knows how it is that God did. But God says, look, I'm going to give certain things to you. I'm going to mold you and I'm going to shape you. You came out of that womb and God had prepared you to be what he wants you to be. But a lot of folks don't know who they're supposed to be. A lot of folks, that's the reason why i got so many problems with people in the world because nobody knows that your whole being has been created to give God praise, to honor him, to give him glory and to love him. And if we get that straightened out, folks, we can do a whole lot more than what you think you can do. Because God has given you abilities to use it for His glory and honor and and to love Him. And, and the thing of it is that when you get those things in line and you get that in order, I'm going to tell you what, you can do great feats and great uh, mighty things in God and God will bless you. You know, a lot of people don't understand that if they would come along. You know, I tried to tell some young people, I said, you know, if you would get your life right with the Lord god will bless you with certain they say you know well i'm out here and i i can do this and i can do that well you may be able to do this and that and the other you know some people say well i you know i can't do this and that if i'm serving the lord well yeah there are some things that god expects us to repent of there are some things that god says come out from among them and be your separate that's what god says and you've got to obey that that is true so there's some things no our lives are going to change you know, I have a conversation with folks, uh, and I'm not gonna mention, uh, exactly who they are, but I'm just saying, uh, we've had conversations with different people over a period of time that are part of our family, and, and some of them even claim to be Christian, and, uh, uh you know, and, and they got a mind to try to make excuses. As to why they don't do certain things and try to make an excuse as to why, well, I can keep on sinning and I can keep on doing it and I don't, I don't have to repent. You know, all, my grace is going to cover you. Uh, yeah, it might be your grace, but I'll tell you what, the grace of Jesus Christ, uh, we've got to make sure that we honor the Lord and exactly what he means by that. Certainly it means unmerited favor. Absolutely. And we can do nothing, nothing at all that we can bring to the table to save ourselves. Jesus has done it all. He's paid it all. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you what, when God calls you, when God says, look, I want you to serve me, God says to come out from among him. This is not something just some preacher made up. The word of God tells you to come out from among them and be your separate, saith the Lord. And and he said, I'll be a God unto you, and you're going to be my children. And so this is what the Lord wants us to do. And God gives us a map. The word of God gives us a map on how to walk with him and how to serve him and how to live for him. And so the word strength, it means strength. Those abilities and powers with inside of you, God is going to give you those things, but you've got to remember. Now, here we go. you got to remember something. You can only go so far with that. You can only go so far with your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength. You can only go so far with your feelings. You can only go so far with your broken heart. You know, some people, their heart is so broken that they can't even love themselves. There's folks like that. I remember, I remember a day and time in my life, when I didn't even love myself, I had attempted suicide when I was a teenager and I did not love myself and I didn't love my surroundings. And I didn't love what was going on around me. But, uh, you know, uh, God uh, brought me back to a place where I needed to be to help me. And and, and then within two years after I uh, attempted suicide, and I'm going to tell you folks, I'm not talking about just attempting like I thought about it. No, I did it and my heart literally stopped. And God literally brought my heart back to beating. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God! And God gave me uh, another chance and another opportunity. And, uh, uh, and and so and then two within two years after that, God baptized me at the age of sixteen. God, because I attempted suicide at the age of fourteen. And uh, when I was sixteen, God baptized me with the Holy Ghost and fire. Hallelujah! And uh, when I was nineteen, I went down in Jesus' name. Uh, you know, God led me into all truth, and I was baptized in Jesus' name when I was 19. Now, uh, I want to, or excuse me, I was 20. I, I had come to meet somebody uh, that was talking to me when I was 19 about being baptized in Jesus' name. And then by the time uh, that it came around, actually, I had just turned 20 about two months before, and I got baptized in Jesus' name. But anyway, uh, the thing of it is that um, God will lead you into all truth. But you got to understand with all of these things, he said you've got to love the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, you know, everything, that whole person that you are and even your broken heart, give it to the Lord. The Lord will help you on through. He really will because he did me, uh, gave him my broken heart and God has, uh, you know, and sometimes it takes a long time. You know, some people think, oh, you know, uh, as soon as you come to the Lord, uh, everything switches and changes, and uh, there's 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 no time for us to uh, be, get, get, you know, have a time for healing. Well, that's not true. Sometimes it takes a while for us to heal, folks, especially some of us if we've been so abused and, uh, uh, you know, just gone through so many things. Some people, it takes a while to get through, and God uh sends us through a healing process amen but anyway god gives us a certain amount of abilities you know at one time there was a time in my life uh, especially as a teenager i was so shy there's no way i could even do this folks you know talking on a, a podcast i mean back in my day we never even would have thought any of these kind of things we didn't even have remote control for our tv and didn't have a microwave or nothing like that you know that was way back uh, yonder and so but um, you know uh God gives us these abilities, but the thing that is, and, and our strength, even you know, our abilities and the power that God gives us to be able to perform those things that He wants us to do with the life He's given us, because God has given each and every one of us a life to live, and we are to give that life to God. And and you know, when you look at uh, uh, the Scripture, and and you find that there is meaning in life, that our whole existence is is to know the Lord to fear him, to respect him, to honor him, and to obey his commands. This is uh, certainly uh, what we find um, in the word of God in the book of Ecclesiastes. And the wisest man in the world, King Solomon, he wrote those words, not verbatim what I just said, but, but uh, yes, in the essence of, of um, the fact that God created us really to give ourselves wholly to him. And if we do that, The meaning of life will all come together. And some people say, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be going to uh, worship no church. I'm not going to be going, I'm not going to be a Bible thumper. I'm not going to be a holy roller. I'm not going to be none of those kind of things. Well, I'm going to tell you what, you're missing out. You're missing out because God wants to do great things in your life. Now, uh, but the thing of it is, God gives us a certain amount of abilities. and, And a lot of us, we haven't found those things yet. And the Bible says to seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be open. So we've got to go to the source of the things that we're knocking for and the source of, of the things that's got to be seeked. The source is Jesus Christ. He's the Lord of all. And so we've got to seek after him. And when we do The Lord I'm not kidding He will lead you And He will guide you If you will give Him All of your heart And repent of your sin Now uh, Certainly God is going to help you With that Because some of us we've, We have taken fire Into our bosom and, and we've just been So damaged in our soul That uh, God uh, You know He really takes His time And He's very patient And very merciful And very loving God And just know that Jesus Christ loves you He really does But I want to tell you Something before we uh, Come to the close In this podcast tonight uh, that I want to go to the book of Acts uh, In chapter 1 and verse 8 Now we talked about these things That Jesus said To love of the Lord thy God with all our heart which means your feelings and your broken heart, your soul, with all your soul, and the whole person of your being and, and who you are that God made you to be, and your mind, your deepest thoughts and your imagination and all the understanding that God has given you uh, from His power and His anointing, and your strength, with everything and the abilities and powers that you've been given that you're able to function. You know, some people uh, have a greater intelligence than others. Now, me, I, 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 sometimes I get intimidated because I get around certain people and I think, well, I ain't got a mind like that. And boy, I, know, I don't even know what they're talking about. Some things they're talking about, you know. But, but we're all created by God for different reasons and different purposes. But here's the deal. With all of that that Jesus mentions, uh, he also spends time telling us In Acts chapter 1 verses 8 Before he leaves this earth And he's ascended up into heaven After he's died and rose from the dead And then he begins to tell the people You're going to be endued with power from on high Now I want you to listen to what Acts chapter 1 And verse 8 says It's But you shall receive power After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you And you shall be witnesses unto me Both in Jerusalem And in Judea And Samaria And unto the uttermost parts of the earth Jesus said, you're going to be endured with power, hallelujah, from on high, amen. Jesus said, you're going to receive power, and you say, well, how do you know it's from on high? Because it says, after that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. This Holy Ghost came out of heaven, hallelujah. Now, the word power, when you look at that word, it is pronounced, some people pronounce it dunamis or dynamis, but it's where we get our English word dynamite from. And, um, the thing of it is that that word translates and the meaning of it means the miraculous power of the living God, the miraculous power of the living God. And so Jesus has given each and every one of us some abilities. Now I just want to, uh, kind of finish up with this and I may have already mentioned this young man, uh, before on the podcast, uh, I don't know, and I don't mention names. I'm not going to do that, but, uh, I used to do uh, caretaking a long time ago and took care of elderly and disab- disabled people in the homes. And this one young man I took care of uh, for a while and he was just a wonderful young man, but he couldn't he couldn't speak hardly anything at all now. He knew how to nod his head yes if he meant you know, and I had to ask him questions to get the answers and um, but he knew how to say no. But his legs were curled up, his arms were curled up, and he had a couple of fingers available that he could use. And we would play uh, games and stuff with his uh, little handheld games. And he could beat me because he had learned how to get going on that and how we would communicate. And uh, we we got to a point where I would just be able to keep asking him questions while I'm getting him dressed and cleaning him up and giving him a bath and all and uh, get him ready for the day. And uh, we would communicate in that way, and he would he would either yes or no, yes or no, yes or no, until I got down to, uh, you know, because I wanted to know, what you have for dinner the night before? Well, I would start going through, did you have chicken, did you have beef, and so on and so forth. And he would say yes, no, yes, no, until we got to it. And so one day, he had done that, and, he, and I kept asking different questions, and I got to the point where I found out the whole menu well, I went downstairs after a while because I was going to get his breakfast and take it back up there to feed him because he couldn't uh, even feed himself and I went down there and I said, oh uh, he said that y'all had this and this for dinner and she turned around and she looked at me and she said, Daryl Darren Dar, Dar, Darren spoke to well Darren, that's not his real name I'm just going to say Darren but uh, anyway he said you he spoke to you because he had never been able to talk other than no or yes you know shaking his head. And I and I'm just going to use the word Darren and say, he said, she said, he spoke to you. I said, well, no. She said, how did you find that out? How did you know what we had for dinner? And uh, so I told her what we do and how we do it. You say, well, now why did you go through all that? Why are you, why are you going to talk about that? Well, because the thing of it is that this young man, there's a lot of things he couldn't do. There's a lot of things that he did not have the ability to do. He could not walk. He could not feed himself. He could not uh, talk. He could not have a conversation with you. He could just, yes, uh, yes was nodding the head, and no was no, no. And he could do that, and he could get that out. But those were his abilities but the thing is he had a lot of other abilities he could entertain me he could make me laugh he could do so many different things so let's not uh let's not look at certain people that have got disabilities and think that they don't have a whole lot to offer or a lot of abilities because that's not true god can do great things this young man uh he would even go out with his church and uh, uh go out door knocking now of course he was not able to knock on the door but he would go uh with his mama and they would go out uh, you know, door knocking and talking to people and everything with the church they belong to. But anyhow, don't don't limit people. But here's, here's the thing. The Lord says in His Word, He says in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, this is before the Holy Ghost fell down on everybody in Acts chapter 2. And you can read that. If you read the whole chapter of the book of Acts in chapter 2, you find out where the uh, Holy Ghost fell upon the people of God And they were filled with the Holy Ghost With the evidence of speaking of the tongues And God is still baptizing people With the Holy Ghost and fire People are still being filled with the Holy Ghost Amen With the evidence of speaking of the tongues And so the Lord said you shall receive power the Lord said I'm going to give you miraculous power now God has already given us abilities. God has already given us some certain things within uh, what he's done with us as He created us and he's been the Potter and He molded us and shaped us. God has uh, given us certain things to do. But God wants to give you miraculous power. God wants to anoint you. God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost. God wants to baptize you with that Holy Ghost and fire. Yes, he does. And God will give you that power to overcome any and all shortcomings that we may have as a human being because we can't do everything. We can't uh, can't do really anything. Now, I say everything, but I mean anything really because you don't know how to make your heart beat. All you know is your heart's going to beat. And you say, well, some doctors, they know how to put in the defibrillator to do all this or whatever it is. I may have said the wrong word, but anyhow. Uh, you know, all these things Now I've got some family members They got that thing put up in their heart And I guess when the heart's not doing right And it'll jolt the heart, you know and, uh, and and get it back in line with the way it's supposed to go So that's what I was talking about and I'm not sure if that's what it's called The defibrillator or whatever I think the defibrillator might be that thing They jolt them with if their heart actually stops When they're, uh, you know, walking along And they fall over, you know, and their heart stops So I think that's called defibrillator But y'all, y'all can correct me You can tell me I'm not sure what it's called But what I do know is not a one of us can make that heart beat because even that thing, God is the one that's gave people the mind to be able to put that thing together for them to know what to do to get this heart working right. That came from the abilities that God gave all these different doctors and 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 the scientists and all the things. You have got to understand your abilities came from God. Yes, they did. And you're going to have to give that to God. You're going to have to honor God and let God uh, see that you've humbled yourself. That you're not going to be so prideful that you think that came from you and the inside of just you. Certainly it did, but it's because God created you that way. And God gave you those abilities. So God knows that we are limited in what we can do. But God does give us Things to do and he gives us abilities But he said I want to do this too He said I want to endure you with power From on high I want to baptize With the Holy Ghost he said you shall receive You shall receive it's not something that he doesn't uh, say, um, uh, You shall receive, and then later on, Ha 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 ha, I fooled you. You didn't really get to have it. No, the Lord wants to give it to everybody. The Lord wants to bless everybody with this Holy Ghost power. And so, what I want to do in the closing here in chapter 2 and uh, verse 1 it says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, and they were with all in one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven. That's why I said it come from heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind And it filled all the house where they were sitting And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire And it set upon each of them And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost And began to speak with other tongues As the Spirit gave them utterance It is the Spirit of God that will do this Hallelujah I tell you It is the Spirit of the living God that will do this And God said it is power You look it up it is dynamite power. It is miraculous power. It is something that God wants to give you, my friend. He wants to give that power to you. And so we're going to close here on God's whole word. And I just hope that uh, we've been a blessing. I, I don't say that in a prideful way. I just I want to be a blessing to you. And I hope that I am a blessing to y'all. And uh, let's just remember uh, before I close uh, we want to remember those that have, are, are dealing with the tragedy that happened in Virginia at the Walmart. Uh, we certainly want to pray uh, for God's comfort to come to those that are dealing with such a loss. And let's, you know, the Bible says that we should mourn with those that mourn. So please uh, understand, uh, you know, everybody says, oh, I didn't think that it might happen here or over there or whatever. Uh, you know, you hear that over and over And uh, unfortunately, these uh, people that assembled in this workroom uh, never thought that that was going to be happening. And, you know, people have uh, really um, become so violent in these last days that we're living in. So let's keep these people in our prayers. Amen. And uh, let's just ask the Lord to comfort them and keep them in his care. And so without further ado, I'm going to let you all go. And may you have a wonderful, blessed evening. It's just so good to be able to be with you once again. And we'll talk to you all again on Tuesday. Bye, y'all.